are tuned in to the Way of Healing podcast, where we inspire humans to connect more deeply to their experience of life. My name is OJ. My name is Casey. We are connecting with practitioners to talk about the potential of the innate healing powers within. Welcome back to another episode on the Way of Healing podcast. Really cool episode we have in line for you guys today. We have a dear friend of mine, Jackie Park, and special guest, C.L. Choi, uh, Jackie's daughter. And of course, Casey's here. I'm not a guest, OJ. Jeez. <laughs> I'm just saying, of course, you're here. This is why Casey does the introductions. <laughs> you're doing great. Bud. I was pressured into great. it, and she criticizes me. It's episode 41. <laughs> 41. Hey. Yay. Ooh, actually, it's um, a dear friend. Speaking of, also speaking of dear friends, it's a dear friend's 40th birthday today. <gasps> Happy oh. birthday. Shout out to Rachel in New Orleans. Happy birthday, Rachel. Oh, we were just talking about New Orleans. I was. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, Jackie, you know. thanks for coming on. Jackie, uh, Jackie and I have a special relationship that um, transcends. transcends time, like past life stuff. We've, we've, yeah, there's some cool experiences and you guys conversations. went surfing together as sharks. Totally. Soul connected. Soul as connected sharks. On many <laughs> levels. Uh, and she was inspired to come on. Actually, I'm going to put it out there, but. Jackie and Ciel are going to be starting a podcast very soon. Before the end of the year. Oh, she put a timestamp on it. Yeah. First episode. Yeah. First episode. Launching. There you go. Probably January 2020. Hey. Yeah. 12020. It's a good number. Oh, I like that. Cool. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Did you want to? Well, we'll talk a little bit about that later on. But Ciel's here also. And she's like this magical. She's giggling. Yeah, this magical, I don't even know what to call you, this magical being who has wisdom beyond her years. And she was here with Jackie. And then we're like, hey, do you want to hop on the podcast since you're here? And so, you know, she'll be talking a little bit. Say hi. Hi. <laughs> Just like she rehearsed it. Awesome. Yeah. Did, so how do you, you didn't want to be called a coach. You wanted to be called a. Still toying with. Labels and titles right. are, right. you when know, you it's just, tree, it's, it's tough. It's no longer a tree. Yeah. Is it? Something it's like that. something like that. So it's hard for me. But when people ask, I gear towards guide and advisor. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. And everything Jackie does is pretty epic. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I, yeah. My wife and I label <laughs> her as, as epic Jackie. <laughs> epic Jackie. I'm epic blushing. Jackie, literally. Yeah. We see stuff she does and like, you're epic Jackie. <laughs> Thank you. We want to be like you. It's very, very flattering. Yeah. But she's Thank helped, you. Um, she's helped my wife and I through some things and through t talking and talking us and coaching us through some things. And the way I described it is you, you kind of shine light on people's stories and break it down in a way that helps them move past it. Would you say that's pretty accurate? Yeah, yeah. When people ask how I help, it's getting you unstuck. It's allowing you to vibrate high and spiral upwards and be the light and feel inspired and happy to just create waves in your life. That's at work, hey. that's at home, that's with strangers, that's, yeah. That's Jackie's the, the in goal. my kitchen. <laughs> Jackie's in my kitchen. Yeah. Inspiring people in waves. Is that yeah. your... That's yeah. my thing. That's my ultimate soul passion. 
Yeah. yeah. And you do that through... Just talking. Talking. And talking. breaking down people's stories. You're really good at listening at, to what is behind what's being said. I have the gift of listening and hearing. I think the ultimate is hearing what people are saying and dissecting it in a way that is logical to the person so that they can move forward a bit more clear. Yeah. In all aspects, right? Not just... No, I focus on what I call the primaries in your life. So love, relationships, wealth, health, career. Yeah. And... This yeah. is expert level, OJ. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I told you she's epic. Thanks. Awesome. Thanks. Um, this is just my side hustle. <laughs> 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 Jackie. Just Jackie? Is, just that, Jackie is that the name yeah. of it? Yeah. Just Jackie. Just Jackie. Yeah, she's also That's killing it get. on a corporate level, but yeah. she on the side, she's well, she's blossoming into her power. Yeah. And she's beginning to really step into I feel like step into your calling of what you're meant to do on this yeah. earth in this lifetime. I do it in the corporate environment too because it's powerful in waves. You know, you get in the corporate world that's being driven by money ultimately. And you have people who come into the corporate world and get in there and get lost. And mm -hmm. how do you keep them motivated, happy, inspired, going home happy without feeling like burnout or exhaustion? And then I have the good fortune of being at a fairly executive level. So it's then working across other leaders and how do you keep each other inspired so that the leadership trickles down in waves across their teams. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of being able to be placed anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Super important. I feel like, especially in the corporate world where burnout is so common mm -hmm. and. Or tune out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. like tun tuning out of one's own soul. Yeah. Because they have. Yeah. Dived into what they think their responsibilities are without mm -hmm. actually staying connected to your essence. Well yeah. yeah. Super programming. Yeah. Super programming and losing sight of your soul. Exactly. Tuning out of their life, right? And then living life on autopilot. Yeah. Where it's just you go to work, you do your grind, you do your thing, you go back home, you watch Netflix, you drink some beer, go to sleep, and you repeat day after day after day. Mm -hmm. And I think if you might inspire more people on the corporate level to start doing this with their employees. I do. I do mentoring. I have clients in the corporate world, so it helps. I'm not that connected to the corporate world. I mean, I am in different ways, but I have a dear friend, also a friend from New Orleans, and she's work. she works in a corporation and they do a lot of like leadership trainings. Mm-hmm. And there is a lot of cross-pollination that I find in wellness and the kinds of things that I'm studying and also the kinds of workshops and seminars that she attends. So there's a confluence of things that happens. Do you want to talk to us at all about any of the things that you incorporate when you're working with clients, either in the corporate or the private practice setting? Yeah, I do have one client who calls it homework. <laughs> <laughs> but I do try and send some stuff prior to having a session with somebody. And I kind of am fluid with each person in what they need because it's hard to create a structured program 
that works for everyone. And I may just not be there yet. It may be coming. But for right now, it just depends on the person, what area they want to work on for the moment. And through things that I have learned and want to try out. And so it'll be sometimes meditations. Sometimes it'll just be talking. Sometimes it's going through tools that I've learned along the way. And by the end, it's, it's I've taken notes, I've sent them over, and it's continued homework, what I like to call mastery, right? It's the really learning and creating the habits of peeling the onion, right? And then once you've peeled it, really keeping it peeled. <laughs> and it takes work, you know, I mean, for myself too. I still deal with stuff and I still am human. And so each client I work with slightly differently and just depends on what they need and how they need it, when they need it. Do you do this work in person, over the phone, video chat? All three. Cool. Yeah, all three. I think what makes you a great helper is the fact that you're constantly working on yourself. Yeah. I think that goes for all healers, the ones that are in the world that they're trying to share with others. Those are the most powerful healers because you're constantly, like you were talking about the onion, you're constantly peeling and peeling and peeling and peeling and digging. And I feel like the more, the deeper you can get with yourself, the deeper you can go with, with people you're trying to help. Mm-hmm. Did you want to talk about some of the stuff that you've been doing yourself? Yeah, I'm happy to. Yeah. And I, I like sharing and I share with my clients all the time personal stories because we're all human together. And Ooh, we're fucking who? <laughs> yeah. You know, we, we have our own problems. We have bad days. And part of the work that I love doing is how do you tackle the bad days? Because that is where the mastery comes in almost. It's like, that's the biggest part. And so for me, through my past, it's through books, through podcasts, like The Way of Healing. Hey. Yep. And at each moment, and this is for me, and this will resonate for everybody, is at each moment of your life, someone, a book, a podcast, something gets presented to you in your healing journey. And so for me, my healing journey, I mean, it started, I don't know, 15 years ago with health issues. And then through that, it was, you know, certain healers presented themselves to me, like OJ, and then books, and then podcasts, and seminars, Landmark. I took Landmark, and it was life-changing, and work at the same time, leadership courses and programs. And so I think my healing journey has been through all of those mediums. And I think that's for everyone. And so if you can just really open your eyes and ears every day to the messages that come through on who's coming, what podcast is coming, what book's coming through, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's super important. Yeah. And I continue to do that, right? Like I'm going to a, a light retreat in April and it just came through and everyone keeps saying, oh, you have such light. And I'm like, cool, thanks. I don't know what that means, but, and then light retreats come and I'm like, I guess I got to work on my light <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'll keep doing it, <laughs> you know, 
but you don't have to know. It just, it comes and you listen and you're, if, if you're curious and you stay curious and Keyword. you just keep learning and growing and developing, you know, I try and stay focused there. And the synchronicities you experience because you're open to them. Yeah. 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 Like the synchronicities are crazy. You want to, you want to explain why you're laughing? <laughs> um, so yesterday when I got in the car, mother was telling me about how her day went and how she had run into a friend at work who she hadn't seen for a while. And it turned out that his son went to my school and, um, and his, his other son, his other son was dating my older cousin. Whoa. And, <laughs> yeah. so, and then my friend who goes to my school plays on the same baseball team has two of my childhood friends. So, yeah, yeah. LA is so small. <laughs> the world is so big yet so small. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I experienced that all the time, all the time, all the time. Sean, my husband will be in he's 92 82 oh 82, 82. oh my bad <laughs> he's not that was a joke on me earlier off off air and i was like oh he's 82 okay and then we had something in common and i thought oh okay i'm i'm just like an 82 year old man and then she showed me a picture i went wait he's 82 <laughs> nope he's almost 35 <laughs> what jeez anyway sorry yeah but yeah synchronicities and manifestation for me is strong and I think part, of, and it just keeps getting stronger. Um, Were you about to tell a story about your husband? He, well, and yes. So in that regard, we'll be in another country and I'll be thinking of somebody and they'll have popped right in front of me. <laughs> Surprise. And, <laughs> and, and he, he says, how did you do that? And I said, I don't know. And it just really is being open. It's, you nailed it, OJ. It really is about being open. And I'm always open, curious, wanting to have fun. And so it just it just happens. Mm, and I pay attention. I try to pay attention. Yeah. Or you're, or you're creating it. Yeah, or you're, I'm you're creating it. You're making it happen. Yeah. You're manifesting these synchronicities for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And I feel like everything in your life is in alignment with what you have going on in your soul and mm -hmm. in your heart and it kind of you've inspired your tribe in waves like ICCL and listen to her and she's epic junior <laughs> how do you feel about that seal <laughs> that's epic <laughs> oh, I like having two guests this is yeah. really working for me <laughs> did you want to talk a little bit about conscious parenting how old are you, Seal? Again, just I'm twelve. Twelve, and she has the maturity of like a twenty-five-year-old. Yeah, we say that all far the time. Far greater than I was at twenty-five. She's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm able to talk to her at a level that's deeper than most adults that totally. I talk to, and she gets it. Yeah, and she implements yeah. it. And she implements it. Yeah. And so when I say inspiration in waves, it's like at any age, at you know. I mean, she gets it and she's at school being super awesome to her peers and she's a amazing human advocate. How'd you do it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think so conscious parenting, 
we have given to the notion that we'll never know, <laughs> right? There's no mm-hmm. like clear answer. But what Sean and I focus on is raising a solid human being and treating her like she's another human being. And so, like I said earlier, the whole notion of labels, I find puts limitations and judgment and expectation into people's minds. Mm -hmm. And so I try and remove all of that, right? So I think there's a base level of mother-father of creating love and safety and security for their child. And from there, everything else is self-taught or, and, and then you want to teach all the good things and then help them through the bad things. So we're truly here for her as, as guides, as, as her cheerleaders, as her guides. And so we try and always focus on that, like CL as a human being, she's dealing with an issue. How do we help her? And ultimately we always try to come from a place of help. That's for her. That's for you you guys that's for whoever at work at home and stranger you see on the street like how do you help each other Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and i think with parenting one of the things that tends to happen is that parents talk to their kids differently than they would other people or treat their kids differently than they would other people because they are their kids Mm -hmm. um or simply because of their age also a lot of gets lost in that there's like this yeah translation that happens where you think that you have to speak to your child in another language yeah essentially and you're like wait a second they're just a human they just are smaller and yes there's different cognitive functions that develop at different ages i'm not denying those but yes yeah Yeah. by and large keeping your kids as people too yes and talking to other people's kids like they're people too right time and time again think we've talked about this before but i'm having a conversation with my adult and with an adult and then they're talking about my kid like my kid isn't right next to me yeah <laughs> right it's like why don't you ask her she's right there yeah she's human she can hear you she can talk like yeah. if you're curious about something about her like ask her yeah right yeah absolutely and we I, we pause when people ask us a question about cl and she speaks up Mm-hmm. Because we want her voice to be heard. Can we actually hear her voice yes. about the on this topic? Because I am really curious. Because it's something I've observed for years, and I'm I'd love to get your your two cents on like being a twelve year old, right? And then your experience with like recognizing that somebody's talking to you differently because you're twelve, or you know, any anything that you want to say on the subject is is welcome. Well. In the mornings, sometimes, uh, Mother and I listen to Michelle Obama's biography, Becoming. And there's a part in the book where she speaks about how her mother told her and her brother that they're not raising children, they're raising good adults. And so I just wanted to start with that. And sometimes when adults first talk to me they talk to me like I'm six and I speak up and I try to discourage them from talking to me like that because I'm not six I'm 12 and like mother said I can understand deeper topics and have conversations 
that can be life altering, I guess. Hey, <laughs> changing lives at 12. Can I, I'm taking over the mic for a second here <laughs> because I honestly feel when I have these conversations with her, she's got a soul passion in the existential conversations that we're able to have together. Am mm. I right on that? Yes. <laughs> That's some groovy stuff that both of your souls came together to have this relationship mm-hmm. and that you're experiencing it as mother daughter. Oh, right? their story is epic. That's pretty too. cool. Yeah, I will I will say to that our story is that CL is adopted and my connection and bond to her I, I don't have my own children, but if not the same stronger, like we soul birthed CL into our lives. Mm-hmm. Sean and I both on the same plane together, clear and open together, birthed CL into concept. So that manifestation that I was talking about earlier, it's CL in human space, form. I know I said I can understand the deep, deep topics, but that, that's just weird. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, we were talking on last episode about the children that are coming in to the world being more and more conscious and more and more aware and in line and in tune. And it's just the shift of consciousness as a whole and the evolution as a species into higher consciousness i guess you can call it hallelujah just keep it simple um and she's a perfect example of of that i agree (laughs) (laughs) it's interesting because my kids too like and i don't know if it's just my kids because i don't really know other kids too much (laughs) but it's like i see my kids and i talk to them and i listen to them and i see how they interact with each other and with other people, and it's it's magic. Mm-hmm. Just, They're good kids. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Like my kids are huggers. They go up They're to people. They're such love. And they're they're pure love. They'll go up to yeah. people and just hug them. And you know, I've received comments from people before where like they might be too friendly, but it's like that's coming from a place of fear, mm-hmm. right? And Absolutely. It's also coming from a place of a parent that doesn't know like doesn't trust their kids to know better. And I think part of parenting is really teaching your kids that discernment of, you know, where, what's safe and what's not and what feels right intuitively versus what doesn't. And like, that's not even a concern for us. It's like my kids are pure love and they're not afraid to, to share it with people. In listening to you say that, and thank you, because that was beautifully said, that's some of the work that I do as well as unprogramming us from the topics you just pointed on. So people, adults who have been through their life, who now carry fear and distrust, and how do you get them back to the pre-programmed state of childhood where you are trusting and loving mm-hmm. and functioning from those concepts of high vibrating things like love and trust and happiness. And because when you're in the fear and the distrust and the questioning is when you start to spiral down and when the kind of negative shifts start to happen. 
And then you miss the signs from the universe mm-hmm. that come mm-hmm. in all forms, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Sight, smell, sound, touch, mm-hmm. hearing, mm-hmm. etc. You miss all of that because you're in your head and you've disconnected or you've detached from your experience and there's a protective armoring that you've developed that then makes your senses dull, mm-hmm. literally. Mm-hmm. And yeah. for those of you that don't really understand the concepts of what, that we're speaking about, think about the last time you were angry mm-hmm. or fearful and what you were able to create from that place. Yeah. Versus like, when was the last time you were very clear and full of love, like you're able to create so much more and experience so much more because you're open versus being closed off. Mm-hmm. Seal, you want to share what we do sometimes in the morning? Other than listen to Michelle Obama's biography? <laughs> wow, I'm coming over. What time? We talk. <laughs> um, we create. We create. We have fun. We jam out to music. Hey. (laughs) But the part I want to touch on is the creation. Right. So in the mornings, it's, what do you want to create today? Mm -hmm. That simple. Something super beautiful and positive. Today I'm creating communication. Mm -hmm. Epic. What are you guys creating today? Uh, Creating a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly humor. (laughs) Dad jokes. (laughs) I'm creating resiliency. Mm. I'm creating healing. Hey. Yeah, we are all creators. And did we talk? Did I talk about that last episode? You did. How we were all creators? I listened. Oh, see? <laughs> I listened. <laughs> and how we create our reality and how we create our experiences. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And just a side note, really quick that's why I've, I rebranded myself. And my healing practice as the creator of health. So thanks, Yale. You must have looked at my website. <laughs> Just kidding. Because <laughs> we're all creators and we get to choose what we want to create. And mm-hmm. what I was doing with people was creating health rather than treating disease. Mm-hmm. And so. What yeah. you are doing. What I am doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What I am. Period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I feel like when we can empower people to then start creating from a place of love and compassion and openness, then that's where the healing is going to come in waves. Hey. <laughs> in waves. Speaking about creating, when people ask me what I want to do, I don't say I want to be on Broadway. I say I'm going to be on Broadway. Hey. <laughs> well, tell us a little bit more about that. What's uh? Broadway, like the street? I'm just no. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> like Broadway with spotlights and in New York. <laughs> Is that what you're doing now? Like are you, you're, you're just to elaborate for the people listening. I'm working on, I'm in a acting program outside of school. And yeah, I've been doing it for about a year now. And I'm really interested in musical theater. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Her second performance, she was the genie in Aladdin. Oh, third performance. Very the, cool. <laughs> see how quickly corrected mom was cute. <laughs> neat. That's neat. Creative expression. I think one of the things that we lack most as adults is creativity. 
and uh, expression of that creativity. And when we kind of get stuck in a place where we're just doing the, the normal things every day, that's where we get in trouble. Because we, we repeat every day the environment and the situations that we're on, we're in, and then we expect things to change, and it doesn't. Joe Dispenza talks about it. He talks about like you have to change your environment if you expect to change anything at all. Otherwise, you're just repeating the same thing every time. Insanity. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> same thing, expecting a different result <laughs> mm-hmm. every time. <laughs> so having that creative, ex- uh, that place to express your creativity for everyone is huge, and it doesn't have to be Broadway or acting or singing. It could be writing. It could be painting. <laughs> yeah, gardening, painting. It could be martial arts. It could be going out and for like some kind of hike or anything really just to change things up so your life isn't so stagnant Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's part of self-care at the base of what everyone needs so self-care part of what you do Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and basic self-care too easy things go plant your feet in the ground for two seconds go hug a tree take an epsom bath (laughs) light a candle Mm -hmm. use aromatherapy super simple things yeah Super simple. Why are you giggling? You You sound like a game show host (laughs) (laughs) announcing prizes. (laughs) They are kind of prizes. I'll take hugging a tree for two (laughs) dollars. Self care, priceless. Right. (laughs) I'm curious, CL, what's your self care regimen look like? Um I journal, I take baths. I'm obsessed with bath palms. (laughs) I set aside time to hug with dog. Their dog is named Doug. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to Sean who said that has to be. (laughs) I take time in the morning or at night to check in with myself to see where I am. This wow. is some brilliant stuff. I'm telling you. I mean, yeah. what? It took me till my 30s <laughs> to figure this simple, I, simple stuff out. Uh-huh. I haven't figured dog, any, some of it out. I need a dog named dog. Maybe yeah. that's what yes. I'm missing. Yes, or yeah. cat named cat. Or a cat named cat. Well, I got the gift of having mother in my life so early on. I'm going to cry. Ow. (laughs) (laughs) They just bumped headsets. (laughs) This is fun. Um, There was something that I was trying to remember at the the end of our last recording, and I couldn't. But then, of course, at the very end, after Mm. you had left, I recalled what Uh. it was. And it's coming up fittingly today, so I'm going to share it, which is don't believe me but don't disbelieve me. It's having this willingness and this curiosity. That's why I said, that's that word. That's Mm -hmm. a great word. It's this openness to explore and to consistently explore and open yourself up and learn new things. And it's when we stay, you were saying like people get stuck in their day to day and it's the same and it's the same. Well, when you are like a one trick pony, then right. That's all you have. I, I was walking down the street the other day and there was a quote uh, in front of Deus Ex Machina, the coffee shop. 
and it says, if you only have a hammer in your toolbox, then you tend to see everything as a nail. Mm. So it's, it's the like, mix it up, the do something different, the go stand, you know, barefoot, just see what it does. It's, it's not going to kill you and it might just make you feel better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really shut your phone off for four hours. My mm-hmm. goodness. I understand that like there's parents and there's emergency situations, but you can set intentions and you can let people know that this is what you're doing and it, it'll just shift. Something will shift. Mm-hmm. So yeah, in order for things to shift, we have to shift things. Correct. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and the technology piece that you just touched on is, you know, it, it as another tool that programs us. And I mean, I use the phone often. I'm on Instagram. I'm on the computer. You know, we come home and I don't watch, we don't watch too much TV, but to take the time and space to do what you want to create. And if it's outside of technology, then put the technology down. For CL, for instance, she's wants to, she is going to be on Broadway and she's in acting class and she's in singing lessons and there's no time to be on the phone. And she enjoys that, I think. It changes. <laughs> it varies. Sometimes you just want to sit and watch animes yeah. all day. <laughs> I'm with it. I'm with it. Yeah, that's especially important in the corporate world, I feel, because people are constantly on their phones or their computers or sitting at a desk. And in my experience, that's what gets people in a lot of trouble as they're just sitting at their desk for 8, 10, 12 hours a day instead of moving around and getting nutrients and blood and fluid moving throughout their bodies. There is a shift in the corporate world that I encourage any listeners, which is walking meetings. Mm, Cool. Uh, If you have the ability to get outdoors, you know, do a walking meeting. Sometimes on our campus, there's water fountains and we sit at the water fountain, pick up the phone and talk to somebody, FaceTime them, you get to see them. So there is a shift where a lot of people are saying, hey, you want to grab a coffee? Let's see each other. Mm -hmm. You know, instead of emailing and messages getting cross-wired and not understanding each other and taking 20 emails versus just calling each other, going over to say hi and having a chat. Yeah. Yeah. It's so easy to misinterpret a message through text. Mm-hmm. I've done that so many times. Mm-hmm. I'm curious, y'all, what have have you influenced any of your friends to pick up any of your self care habits and become more conscious? Well, a lot of my friends and I go through anxiety and FOMO, fear of missing out. What? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you're not yeah, that yeah. old, OJ. That <laughs> <laughs> nope. one's over my head. <laughs> and so I, um, some of my friends call me their um, counselor, even though we have a counselor at school, because they say, and I quote, I have offered more useful advice than the counselors at school which I doubt, but (laughs) I'll take what I can get. Embrace your power. (laughs) And so I'm usually that like friend that people come to when they're having an issue with something. And I don't know everything, but I try to help where I can. 
And a lot of the advice I give is just breathe and just live in that moment. Just try to clear your head and just focus on what you need to do. Oh, you're going to get an Instagram post out of that. (laughs) (laughs) One thing I will say is earlier I was talking about the people who come into your life, the tools that you gain. It's what CL's using and it's something we encourage her all the time is Sean and I cannot be the only ones guiding and helping her. And so we build a team for her and she's vocal about what she needs. And then we listen to who comes through or listen to what podcast or book comes through for her. And, you know, or we're like, oh, hey, maybe you just need to wash this off and go take a Epsom bath. And she's really open. So she's open and curious and she's, she's amazing. And we're really fortunate. I wish I could just like take that and put it on repeat because I think that's one of the most valuable things that I've heard so far, which for parents, I find a lot of times there's this pressure that they think that they need to do it all themselves mm-hmm. and that that we can't incorporate a community or a village mm-hmm. of people and the most effective leaders, if you ask them who their mentors are, there's, you know, how, how many mentors do they have? It's never going to just be their mother and father. Mm-hmm. It's never going to. So it's like the best thing that the mother and father can do is be grounded enough in themselves and secure enough in themselves to know that they're not meant to do it all mm-hmm. and to release some of that sense of I have to be everything, absolutely everything for my child. And you don't need to know everything. No. Who knows? Uh, Yeah. I said that early on to CL. She goes, aren't you supposed to know this? I was like, no, (laughs) believe it or not, I don't know everything. (laughs) That's what Google's for. (laughs) Um, It's the reason people get played off at the Oscars, because there's so many people to think, and there's so many people that guide you. Hmm. I like that. Insight. I when like we're receiving that. our podcast award, AJ. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, we better I think start we need compiling. to start a podcast award ceremony, guys. Okay. Oh, there, there probably is something. We need to look that up. Yes. That and then we need to, to submit you guys. The nominate. We're going to nominate the, streamies, the way of healing. Maybe? That's a thing? Yeah. The streamies is... Like the Oscars, but for online presence. So a lot of YouTubers get nominated for streamies, a lot of TV shows, websites. I like it. We're looking into it. This is why you have to talk to the youth. You learn. True. Yeah. From totes. I was just yes. having this conversation. Who with? And it was about... FOMO. <laughs> <laughs> you used it in the wrong context. Totally. What the heck, OJ? Although he might have Hashtag FOMO of the streamies. <laughs> it was about um, how music comes to. Oh, I know who it was. It was uh, it was Emily at Trader Joe's, and uh, she's got kids, and it was about like music, right? So even when you were talking about the concert that you went to, uh, I was thinking, is that something that CL knew about? And because my sister knows a whole different genre of music because of her children. So I'm sort of, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit checked out of like what the 12 and 13 year olds listen to. Right? Yeah. 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 I do. I do. Um, I'm part of the big brother, big sister program. And so I do mentoring as well. And I do have to say, aside from helping my little sister, y- you learn so much, so much. And so CL teaches us 
Lindsay teaches us, you know, it's just, it's important to talk to younger people, older people, everyone. It takes a village. Yes, uh-huh. it does. Mm-hmm. I went to a Tyler, the Creator concert <laughs> recently. Oh, she's, she, she guessed. <laughs> but it was the wild, I mean, my wife listens to him a little bit, but we went with her, uh, her cousin and his younger sister. And I knew maybe like two songs the entire time. And it was interesting watching the, uh, the floor, the people who were on the floor because they were standing and I, we were up in the bleachers, but it was interesting because when an area got pushed, it was a wave and the whole crowd got pushed and it would kind of sway back and forth and eventually settle and then repeat and settle. But it was like, everyone was cool with it. <laughs> and I don't know if it's because I'm old, but <laughs> like if someone was constantly pushing me through for an hour long <laughs> concert, like it would not be cool. <laughs> And then people are getting plucked out because you're stuck there. And if you need to go to the restroom and you're in the front, like, or like in the middle, you have to be passed, like handed to the front (laughs) where the security can pluck you out so that you can go (laughs) use the restroom. It was the wildest thing. Wild. So it was like people were getting, what is that? Not moshing. Oh my God. They were were moshing It was a modern day mosh wave of a collective. It was, it was. It's a mosh. There we oh go. Thank you. Oh my gosh. Thank you. God is good. Okay. <laughs> FOMO Mosh. We're even. <laughs> Yesterday when we went at the concert. Um, Crowd surfing. That's what it's called. The Which concert? 21 Pilots. Okay. For context. And sponsorship. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they were saying how the people in the bleachers aren't just watching the artist or the band they're also watching the pit and so they were telling the pit the people in the pit um to have fun and to dance and uh-huh. to move yeah. so mosh pit there you that's, go that's what oh. it is uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that still sense. teaching the youth something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Wow. It's fractal. The experience is fractal, right? We can zoom out as much as we want to, and there's always going to be the connections that we can make that inform our lives. Or I see some sacred geometry on, on your arm. Is that new? Mm-hmm. Is that newish? Yeah. I can That's see that it's newish. <laughs> the idea was in my head for a little bit, and uh-huh. I finally got an appointment with my tattoo artist, who, yeah. who, by the way, is magical too. It looks, uh, it looks like you got some Fibonacci on your arm. Golden, golden ratio. Yeah, golden ratio. Yeah. Uh-huh. As you speak about ratio? fractal. Yes. Yeah. Well, golden ratio and Fibonacci occur in similar sequence, different equations, and I'll never be able to explain it because I'm <laughs> not the best at math. I'm not math inclined, but my husband is. They're very closely related. Yes, mm-hmm. and. I am very nature and universe and... Are you very nature? Yes. Well, there just so happens to be a nature quote on my (laughs) teabag tag. Give me my message. You already know it. You're perfect, actually. I I am not. Well, no, not in that sense. (laughs) Thank you. No, to that word, perfect, okay, because it troubles everybody. Yes. I was talking with somebody recently and they were like, if you could have a different name, what would it be? And I was like, just right. Because there's something... Just Jackie. Just, (laughs) 
Full circle, done, (laughs) mic drop. Thank you, audience. Here's a quote. Nature does not hurry, yet everything is accomplished. Mm. Anyone know who that is? This came up the other day, and it was the same. Confucius. Close, super close. A lot too. Yes. Nice. Nice. You're welcome. Yeah. But that's the truth. It's like, we want to hurry things up. Our human mind wants Mm -hmm. to hurry things up. And then that takes us out of the divine experience or the cosmic experience or mm-hmm. n- the nature experience whatever you want to call this the 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 thing yeah the thing that's bigger than ourselves slowing down yeah, yeah. thank you for my message slow down is a life message for me mm. numbers are crazy for me and i constantly see 123 which i looked up on google and it is a number to slow down and then my birthday is 312 in in u.s month day that's what i mean jackie get along yes and my husband couldn't he's got a memory thing and he said oh it's easy to remember jackie's birthday he's from canada and they do day month so my birthday is one two three and i have this life lesson to slow down Hmm. So thank you for that. So you need to be three, two, one. I'm yeah. three, two, one. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Whoa. Whoa. Dude, this, this table is, is going to blow <laughs> up. Are you ready? To <laughs> this soul connection. This is why mm-hmm. OJ and I are soul siblings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is my life every single day, every moment. <laughs> <laughs> is she available tonight? Like, can you come over and be like my, like, can, can we have like a, I don't know. Like a, a Casey daughter day. Like I want to see some CL time. I can loan her to you. It's, you can babysit her. <laughs> yes, right? Oh my goodness. We did used to babysit kids at 12 and I feel like you would be the babysitter. You're the parent sitter. Do you do parent sitting actually? Sometimes. Well, Casey goes to walk dogs. Maybe you can bring, you do? maybe yeah. you can bring dog to go dog walking. Yeah. Just take care of animals. You. Animal communication. I have a couple new clients even in that. That's interesting. I'm expanding my my healing offerings. When we rescued Dog, he's a rescue, I used an animal communicator. Mm. Yeah. And she helped us tremendously. In LA? Uh, I actually don't know where she is. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. She's through a friend of a friend. And Neat. yeah, she helped tremendously because he would go after kids. And, uh. and we learned it was because he was jealous. Uh-huh. So then we started giving him more attention, and uh-huh. when the kids were around, and it helped. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Yeah, so. he's changed a lot. There's, since. yeah. It it's usually really simple things yeah. with animals. Yeah, it's really simple things. We pay attention and we listen to him. Yeah. Same thing as parenting. As, I know. Yeah. There's it's the basic needs. It always comes back to the basic needs, which. F- Totally. What is first and foremost? Safety. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same Period. thing as yep. relationships. Yep. Safety. That's what we tell yeah. CL at our base. Love and safety. Oh, oh that's so funny. We have uh, three things that we tell our kids all the time. It's love, respect, and safety. Mm, I'm going to add respect to that. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. Like my, my six-year-old is like, Mara, what are, what are our values? She's like, love, respect, safety. She, Names him, she kills it. Yeah. She knows. Yeah, because she's amazing. Well, thank you. Uh, but it's interesting. I mean, it's it's so cool that you're able to expose CL to these things as a 12-year-old, to expose her to the synchronicities, to expose her to a different way of thinking 
than most people. I think that's safe to say. And she's only 12. And that just, for me, when I started my spiritual journey and I started getting familiar with like synchronicities and love and all this stuff, like it just, it moved so fast. Mm-hmm. Could and, you imagine if you had that at 12? Right. When there's yeah. no blockages, blockages yeah. when you're just open. Yeah. Holy moly, we're going to yeah. get you on in like four <laughs> years and you're going to be like the queen or something. <laughs> Empress. <laughs> I, empress. I've thought about that. I'm like the youngest empress of West LA. Like where, <laughs> you know, I don't know. Something along those lines. Yeah. Yeah. Something yeah. epic. Yeah. She is epic. Jackie, what else? What else do you want to share from, from you or your heart or your work or, or your life experience or goals moving forward? Anything that sort of arises for you? that is in this moment. Yeah, gratitude. Thank Why? you. Oh. Thank you both. <laughs> Thank Why you is this both. lady asking me these questions? <laughs> no. You. Really, yeah, as, as you were asking that, immediately popped into my head was gratitude. Thank you both for having us on your show. And it's OJ for being my soul, soul brother. Yeah. yeah. And now Casey, too. Is part of the soul tribe. Seven <laughs> Eleven. Magic. And for everyone, I, I love to end the day with gratitude. What are you grateful for? At least one thing. Every night, what are you grateful for? What are you guys grateful for today? Seven Eleven slushies. <laughs> <laughs> we know where you guys are going after. Yeah. <laughs> There's a Seven Eleven down the street somewhere. Yeah. I'm really grateful for the ability to slow down and to commune with the speed of the universe, not the speed of my own mind or what I think that I'm being told I should be doing. I'm grateful for my tribe that I've created here in LA. I'm from Northern California. My wife and I moved here in 2012 and it took a while and we were, um, I don't want to say lonely, but we we didn't have too many friends out here for a while. And it was just because we were just fine-tuning our vibrations and fine-tuning the people who we wanted to allow into our lives and fine-tuning the people that we wanted to allow to influence our children. And I'm, I'm so happy with the people that are in my life. In all honesty, I'm very grateful for my guardian angels and whatever's out there looking out for me and bringing these wonderful people into my life. Very cool. Oh, I haven't even talked about it. You have epic dreams like Jackie, right? Like, Correct. Yeah. You talked about your angels. I was like, oh, that's another thing. <laughs> so they, both of them get like these crazy messages from their guides through their dreams. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, mm-hmm. just want to throw that out there. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, I'm drinking mugwort tea, and I'm um, and I have I have labradorite next to my bed. What do I need to add to get some of this <laughs> intention? Maybe need to invite this in. Yeah, is that something I, it's that just, you've invited in? It's just in? natural. No, I think I've had it always. I just didn't know until I started really delving into clearing myself up. Hmm. And before they used to be scary, almost right, like. I'd have violent dreams sometimes getting stabbed or shot. And now it's no longer scary because 
it just means that I'm shedding something, mm-hmm. you know, and it's the ability to now know that. So, yeah, I just, the vivid dreams have been always since I was a kid and everyone's got their gifts and that's just part of the package that I got and happens to be what CL has because she's my soul daughter. For me, it's vivid dreams and bright images and colors that come to me right before I go to bed. And so it's just the messages that come along and sometimes there'll be an image and then they'll it'll connect with a dream or something like that. Beautiful. Do you find that you is it always information about you and your life? Do you get do you get things about other people in your life and if so, do you share it? Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes it relates to me and then a week or a couple days later, it'll relate to someone else. So in that sense, I do share it. Sometimes there'll be a message that it's like, I'm confused, what? And then the next day at school or at acting, someone will come to me with the problem and I'll be like, Ha, ta da! (laughs) (laughs) Jackie, do you have anything to add? (laughs) I love that. No, that was perfect. It was perfect. And I remember the moment CL was open enough to share with me that this was going on. Mm. And And she was having trouble sleeping. And I said, Oh, do you get, maybe you have the same problem. Not a problem, it's actually a gift. But the same thing that happens to me. And before sleep, I close my eyes and I kind of get colors and sometimes images. And she's like, yeah, oh, my God, you're in my head. And I said, no, you're just gifted, you know, like and we all have the gift. It's just a matter of really being unafraid to allow in what it is for you. Right. And so similarly to her yeah, sometimes it's about me and sometimes it's about someone else. And much like CL was just saying, sometimes it just needs to play out. And you're like, oh, cool. It just was something that I just knew. It's like fortune telling. (laughs) Yeah. Did you want to add something? The day that I told mother about my problems sleeping, I didn't say anything. And I just told her, oh, I get these like, weird things right before I sleep and then she cut me off and started talking and I was like what because <laughs> it was the exact thing that you would have described yeah yeah they were FOMOs <laughs> I looked it up <laughs> you are losing this battle my friend um, I did just have a moment where uh, I realized that you are the same age as my nephew Soren He's my youngest nephew, and he's the one on the left. Those those are school photos from two years ago, so forgive me. But uh. um, <laughs> yeah, Soren, uh, named after the philosopher Soren Kierkegaard. So I just want to uh, dedicate this episode to him. Oh, yay! You know a little bit more too. So yeah, yeah. So Jackie, if someone wants to work with you, what's the best way to get a hold of you? Oh, that's a good question. Message you. <laughs> message OJ. No, you can email me at this time. I'm still working on website and all the marketing stuff that goes along. Instagram handle at 
just Jackie, J-U-S-T-J-A-C-K-I-E dot love. And then uh, email just Jackie dot me at gmail.com. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, Jackie, for thank being you. here. Thank you. Thanks thank for you, thank joining. You. Thank yeah. you. And Kate's Thanks, brother. As always. always a pleasure. We're back in the groove, y'all. Hey, hey. Thanks, listeners. We appreciate you guys. Love you guys. Peace. Bye. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to The Way of Healing. We hope that you find yourself inspired. If you enjoyed our show, a gift is to let others know. And we want to hear from you. Please share your feedback so we know how our work is resonating. Make us aware of modalities and practitioners whom we may not know. If you haven't already, please subscribe at thewayofhealingpodcast.com. Our email is thewayofhealingpodcast at gmail.com and find us at facebook.com forward slash thewayofhealing. Remember, a rising tide lifts all boats.